This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Katherine Dean. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking with you girls about... Okay, so I'm trying to figure out... I was trying to figure this out prior to even recording this podcast episode, because I said, how am I going to say this? Okay, but if you've been watching on Instagram or... Well, now you'll probably see it more and more, but there is a new saying that we are going into for spring, okay? And it is, you don't own me. Now, if you are are familiar with this phrasing or anything like that, there's a song, it's an old school song. Um, It's been remade um, a couple, I think maybe once or twice, not too many times, but I know that the song recently has been remade. I think G-Eazy is featuring in it. And pretty much the song is about um, this woman pretty much attaining and... um, like like demanding and retaining her independence. So there's phrases like, uh, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to say. You know, you don't own me. You know, this whole thing. And I have, when I first was on my journey of evolving, um, like deliberately evolving, um, this was a song that resonated with me because I felt like people had ownership over me. I felt like whether it be like this invisible man that I created, society, my partner at the time, my parents, um, friends, like uh, myself, like I felt like I was under a certain level of scrutiny and I felt like I was being um, owned. Somebody had ownership over me, like I was being possessed, like um, and, and I didn't like it and I, I could not find a way to get freedom. And I was stuck. I felt like I was constantly trying to, you know, measure myself up to a standard. Only until I started digging deep into Catherine, started figuring out who in the hell I was, is the only way I was able to break free from these chains. And I felt like that phrasing, you don't own me, is so, so important. That phrase right there is so powerful when you see it. And I said, you know what, that has to be our motto for for 2018, for 2018. Girl, I knew I was going to say that earlier today. I said, when I was writing these episodes out, I said something about 2018. And I said, Kat, you better not say that in the episode. And long and behold, here I am, girl, speaking into existence. Okay, but anyway, this is going to be our phrasing for spring 2020. Um, You know, it's pretty much you don't own me. Okay, girl, we're doing shirts. Okay, if you have not purchased your shirt yet, please go on badbitchradio.com because... Honey, it's lit, okay? We're going to have the shirts. It's a whole campaign. It's a movement. Um, and the reason for it is because we have to remind ourselves of the freedom that we can have or that we are currently experiencing. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when you, let's just talk about relationships, right? We've all been in a variety of situations. A situation or two may kind of look like, you know, you have a spouse who wants to manage you. Okay, this is something that a lot of women experience. You have a spouse who wants to tell you, you know, hey, wear this to make me comfortable. Do this to appease me. Um, You know, they may not tell you that's what they want you to do. They may just suggest it like, oh, your hair would look nice like this. Or, oh, are you wearing that out? Maybe you should wear this. Or, you know, um, hey, I didn't like when you said this. Or I didn't I don't like when you respond to me like this. And I'm not talking about productive um, criticism. We're talking about someone who wants to manage you. A lot of times um, you, you find yourselves in this situation if you are dealing with the masculine counterpart, especially if they are living by societal standards. When you live by societal standards, you ultimately behave in the same way. So you treat women as though they are your property. Okay. And uh, the thing is, is that it's nothing wrong with, you know, some, as I said, it's not wrong with someone critiquing you. It's nothing wrong with somebody helping you. But when you think that you're going to run this show 
we got a problem. But the thing is, is that a lot of women don't know that we're not supposed to be controlled. See, a lot of women think that that was our intention is to be controlled. We think that we are created or bred to be under the regime of a man. And that's real cute. You know what I mean? That's real cute. If you, it, it, It's like the fairy tale of it is real cute, but the actuality is not cute. Because if you really dissect the male and the female counterpart, the woman is leading in most situations. It's her thoughts that are leading. It's her, her plan, her game plan, her trajectory is what's leading the operation. Okay, now the man might stand there in the forefront and, and put on the show. Okay, even he might go out and make the money. But at the end of the day, it's the woman's vision which is leading the operation. Okay, it's the woman's, you know, uh, comfortability. It's the woman's placement. Like when you build a home, honey, okay, that's your regime. That is your kingdom, your queendom, whatever you want to call it. So at the end of the day, we are in control. It's just that because men have this issue with pride, which is weird to me a little bit because of the fact that I don't know about you, but I got more pride probably than a man. Okay, girl, I, I'm very prideful. I, it gets real for me, girl. If I ask you for something, you know, if I, if I mention you about my hardships, if I, it, shit must be real tight. Okay. Cause I don't even, I don't do that. You understand? Um, so it's one of those things where on a pride aspect, they say that men, you know, have this pride thing and they don't want to show their weakness, et cetera, et cetera. So, or they don't want to appear to be weak, I should say. And so society has this thing where they have positioned them to, um, appear to be in control and appear to be these things and these characters. But since, you know, shoot the beginning of time, if you got a man or a, a, a partner with that masculine energy, you know, <laughs> That you are really running the show. You know that your support, your conversations, your comfort, the things that you do in closed doors is what builds that man. Okay, it's what builds that masculine energy. So please don't think for one second that you're invaluable because that's just some bullshit. Okay, just want to clarify that really, you know, really quick for you. So at the end of the day, what it boils down to is us not being owned, us not being defined by someone else's standard, us not being defined by our own standard in times. Because sometimes you can be the person who actually is sabotaging yourself. You can be your own abuser. You can be your own cage handler. You understand? Because the fact that, <clears throat> excuse me, the fact that you are maybe stuck in a mindset, maybe you are constantly telling yourself old thoughts, old theories, and you're constantly um, caging yourself, saying, I can't do this. I can't do that. I, I, I would never be this. I, you know, you know, all that negative self-talk, that's self-abuse, A, eh? but then on top of that, it's that caging. And you have this other part of you that is owning you, that is mastering you. You understand? It's it's one of those things where um, when you think about it, 360, and you pull back for a little bit, you maybe you'll be able to see exactly what I'm saying. What I want to encourage you girls today um, to do, you know, moving forward, um, is really to think about freeing yourself. Freeing yourself from literally every thought and theory you've had up until this podcast episode. Because... The thing is, is that our baggage, the things that we carry with us, the thoughts that we carry with us, because we've been carrying it with us, we haven't always analyzed to see if this thought is, is healthy, if this mindset is healthy, if what we're doing is healthy. We, we don't think like that. We're creatures of progression, meaning that we continuously move forward, like in terms of um, evolution physically, 
um, progression in terms of I got to get shit done. So mindset is always moving forward in a lot of degrees because, you know, life has to keep going, right? Like you have to eat every day. You have to go to work in, in some degrees, whether, you know, if you're not working, you have to go to school. You have to do something or even if you don't, you're still doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like you're eating every day. That's progression. That's, you know, fueling the body, moving forward to the next thing, you know, that kind of kind of, you know, operation. So it's one of those things where with all these moving parts, I just think that it's very important for you to take value into, I don't know, doing some sort of evaluation, if you will. You understand? Because before you heard me say anything to you about owning or you may have never even heard this idea of someone owning you or you owning yourself um fully you know what i mean like we, we've heard about it in different areas like sex trafficking or you've heard about it in, in a slavery ideology or you've heard about it you know uh you, you know someone owning someone you've heard about it in that phrase but not in terms of or maybe you have i don't know if other people talk about what i'm talking about but <laughs> but in terms of like someone managing or controlling you you understand, like, you probably maybe never even thought about this before. But the thing is, is that erasing your prior thoughts of yourself, prior thoughts of everything, um, is going to help you to have a more cleansed palate to be able to really make your decisions of how you want your life to be moving forward. So that's why I say forget everything that you that you know, that you, you know, not know, but the things that, the mindset, the, the, the caging, if you will, that you've known, let all of that go. And now let's build something new. So the new thing that we're going to build is a stronger foundation. Okay. Like in order for you to be solid in the world, you have to know who you are as a person. It's essential. That's the one thing that no one talks about. Because the thing is, is that they, they tell you that you find yourself from external. That's, that's not true. You find yourself internal, meaning that you do an evaluation of the things that you like to do, like to watch, like to say. When you see something, what attracts you? You understand? Like, I, like you could do small things like this, okay? Look on Pinterest. You know, I'm a, a big advocate of Pinterest. Look up home decor, right? When you look through all the pictures, think or look, when you look through them, right? See what pops out at you. See what draws to you, aesthetic-wise, Okay, if you like black and whites, if you like neutrals, if you like a more country vibe, if you like a more modern feel, if you like a more feminine undertone, whatever you're drawn to when you see those photos, that's you. That's your aesthetics. Okay, so then boom, you lock down, you know what you like home decor wise. Then start looking at pictures of of, of women. Right. I look up like, say, um, street uh, women's street style. I look that up or I look up uh, women fashion bloggers. Stuff like that. So that way you can see people in more fashionable, more trend-setting kind of like photographs. Um, or sometimes I look at like Instagram baddies. Random stuff. So I can see what girls are looking like. So I can see what their clothes are looking like. So I can see what their bodies are looking like. And what I did, or from me, when I was learning myself, I would look at all these photographs and see what I was drawn to. Whatever I was drawn to, I just put it in a private folder and I said, this is me. That's what I like. That's what I'm attracted to. You understand? Now, when you get to that point, what's going to happen is, is that you're going to feel a certain level of contentment because now you are aware of what you're drawn to. Now you're aware of who you are. It's nothing wrong with that. A lot of us think that it's something wrong with what we are drawn to. Like for me, for years, girl, I've always liked black and white, right? So I thought it was something wrong with liking black and white. I was like, okay, you need to switch it up. So maybe you need to do this. I tried to switch it up. I was always drawn back to black and white. So I just said, F it. This is me. I like black and white. 
You know what I mean? I, I can't get around it. I love black and white. I love Parisian aesthetics. I love Parisian modern, you know, aesthetics. I love that vibe. Oh my God, it gets me going. So that's me. That's who I am. You understand? Or I like sarcastic comedy. That's my thing. Like the office, girl, stop talking to me. You understand? Like that's my show. Anything similar to the office, like Step Brothers is one of my favorite movies. Like I love that shit. When I started saying yes to myself, okay, the chains came off. The, the barriers that I felt like people had on me, the, 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 the ideas, the this and that, all of that stuff started releasing off of me because I knew who I was. And so therefore, I did not need to adhere to other people's ideologies. So when people would tell me, oh, you know, you're, you're this or you're like this, I'd be like, no, bitch, I'm not. No, I'm not first of all let me tell you something when you when you when you challenge somebody who's trying to tell you who you are whoo baby that's a powerful day especially when you know who you are girl don't even look at me you feel me don't even look at me when you know who you are no one can tell you anything different honey it's almost like a confidence and a radiant it's almost like an orb around you girl Okay, and you'll be able to slay some dragons with that orb. So you have to really, really know like who you are. You know what I'm saying? And don't be afraid of it. Because the thing is, is that whatever you discover, someone out there will embrace that shit. Their, your tribe is out there. I say this all the time because this is true. This is true because I believe it and I know it because I experienced it. For a while, I was an outsider. Meaning like I was never like I was never lame. I was never picked on. I was never bullied or anything like that. But what I was was somebody that was different. You know, when, when my friends were talking about going outside and kicking it or whatever, girl, I was focused on the money. I was focused on entrepreneurship. Girl, I was focused on, I would go to the library and rent 30 books at one time, girl, and sit in my room and read all these books. Okay, that's what I was on. I was on some next level shit. I didn't even know what really I was on, but I knew that I wanted to be on something different and I knew that I was advanced. I knew that I was ahead of my peers. And so what would happen for me was I, it was a sense of disconnection. And then I had a baby early. Girl, I was in full adult mode, okay, in my teens. You feel me? I was in a little adult, girl. I had a Prada bag because I used to model. Like, I mean, I still model now. Um, but what I mean is back in the days, right, I used to model. I was like 11 years old when I started. When I was about 14, girl, I bought my first Prada bag, baby. And I went to a public school, right, public hood school. So, girl, I had my Prada bag, girl, killing these hoes. With, like, girl, I'm talking about, like, black Prada bag, girl, with my school bags in it, killing them. What? Don't even look at me. Okay, girl, next, what was it, like, six months later? It was like like six, nine months later, which is like the next year, like that January. Girl, bought me a new Louis bag. Okay, bought me a little Louis, um... The little circle bag, girl, don't even look at me, baby. I was killing it, killing these hoes softly, okay? And the thing was, was that, like, I was in my own world. I was in my own zone. I was doing my own thing. But there was a disconnection. I didn't have other friends that had Prada bags and was walking around talking adult shit. You know what I'm saying? Talking about their goals and what they were trying to do. I was an outsider. So what happened for me was I was lonely and I thought I was weird. And I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, why isn't nobody else like me? And I just kept going, though. I kept going. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to be, quote, unquote, different. As I continued to progress in my career, I started finding more and more allies. I remember the first time I went to New York Fashion Week. Baby, that was a treat. Okay, thinking about it now, girl, I could bust out in tears. That was the first time I felt at home. That was the first time that I was around some people that understood me, understood my fashion, understood my perspective, understood where I was from you understand like like what 
and that was my tribe. That was my first tribe. Okay, and the people within with fashion and, and that love that I have there and the colleagues and the friends that I have made during that fashion, like in fashion, baby, unmatched, unmatched. And then I met you girls. Okay, when I when I was thinking about quitting this podcast because of the fact that like I truly was like, nobody's listening to this shit. I don't even know. <laughs> like, what is my purpose? Girl, I was trying to remember, like, how did I even start this thing? Like, I was like, what am I doing? So I switched it over to Branding Brain uh, podcast because I do branding and marketing as well. So I was doing a Branding Brain, put out some heat, blah, blah, blah. And I had one of you girls um, email me, um, excuse me, DM me, two girls actually DM me. I still have the DMs and they were like, what are you, what, you know, I, I'm happy about, you know, you, you want to go in this direction with Branding Brain and everything. This is exciting. Uh, but what are we supposed to do? Okay, what are we supposed to, where are we supposed to get our advice from? Where are we supposed to get our empowerment from? There's nothing else like this available. Where are we supposed to get it from? And I'm like, what? You girls care? You know what I mean? Like, you listening to me? Like, you paying attention to what I'm saying? What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? And um, in that moment, I realized I had a tribe. I realized I had a group of people that actually cared about me and, and was concerned about who I was and what I was doing and how I was operating. And it, it opened my eyes up. And it helped me to realize that my tribe is here. My second tribe is here. And so I say these things to you to say, you may feel isolated today. You might feel whatever, because when you disconnect yourself, especially from a chain situation or anything, you understand anytime you decide to branch out, you will feel a moment of loneliness, a moment of isolation, but understand baby that that's normal. Okay. That's a part of it because what's going to be on the other side of that is freedom. You understand a real comfortable, comfortable freedom. Okay. When you can walk into a room and you're not nervous, when you can walk into a room and know you're that bitch, not because of what you have on, not because of how your body looks, but because of what's in your brain, baby. Okay. Because can nobody hold a conversation better than you because no one can do it like you. That's a true bad bitch. Not that other shit. Cause I mean, you can buy breasts and booty. You know what I mean? Girl, they, they selling it like hotcakes. But you can't get mindset. That's why a lot of men, low-key, don't want to commit. A lot of times men don't want to commit because the way that we've been set up, not all of us, of course, but some of us have been set up, we're not bringing shit to the table. Okay, we're expecting, A, for the man to bring everything to the table, to fulfill us with everything emotionally, financially, um, shit, all the leads. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's one of those things where it's like that's not their job. That's not what they're here for. They're here to enjoy life too. They're not here to be your servant. They're not here to cater to your needs. They're not here to do all these things for you fully. That's not how the game goes. But because, but then too, you got to think back. We've been trained like this. We've been trained to be um, number twos. We've been trained to be dependent. So, you know, you have to go back and kind of do some rewiring and do some, you know, some, some, some revamping. So then that way we can all be on the same accord. That's why we got bad bitch radio. So then that way, when you listen to the radio, you can learn these different techniques or you may, I don't know if y'all learning anything, but, <laughs> but people say they learn this stuff on here. So, okay, I'm with it. You know what I mean? But you learn these techniques and then you teach others. You know what I'm saying? When you got that crazy girlfriend that's going through some drama, you'd be like, bitch, listen to the podcast. And then too, let me give you my two cents on it because I've evolved. You know what I mean? Kat told me this and you know what I'm saying? I, I took my own, I took her advice and I added my own twist on it and boom, this is what I can tell you. Bitch, rise up. You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff right there is what's going to help our culture, our, our, our species evolve. It's the education. 
We have to be educated that we are bad bitches, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter how we look, what we're doing, what we have going on, or our financial status. At the end of the day, we are a bad bitch because we were bred that way, honey. We came out of the coconut ready. You understand what I'm saying? Please don't get this thing twisted, okay? Honey, you are a vessel of beautiful elegance. Always remember that, okay? Don't let these people own you, girl. And don't own your damn self either, all right? Now, I love you girls deeply and dearly. Be sure to pick up your shirts, honey, because it's about to get bugged. Okay, it's about to get wild. Now, listen. Now, listen. I'm telling you to order your shirts now, okay? Because when it came down to the book, okay, the book went out. And and in the beginning, people were sleeping. People were sleeping. And so I started talking about it more and more. And then that bad boy started selling out, okay? And and it was one of those things where it really shocked me in a lot of ways. Even go with the digital downloads, we had a backup for a moment, okay? Where we were, we, at first we were manually sending them out. And then we found a system that will automatically send them out. But if it's too many orders that go in at one time, the system gets jammed. So I'm just saying all this to you to say, order your shirt, baby, okay? Like right after you hear this podcast, please get your shirt. Okay, because you don't want to be on the back end, girl. Okay, talking about um, cat. Uh, there's no more shirts available. Okay, girl, it's limited quantity now. Okay, I got mine. Okay, so we got a shirt, and well, you know, I got mine. <laughs> I made them. Um, but I got the shirt, and we also too got the sweatshirt. And we're contemplating on doing the toe bag. I don't think we're gonna do the toe bag, but um, definitely we have the sweatshirt and the t-shirt, which is a vibe. I'm loving it. Um, and uh, yeah, you're gonna see more and more, you know, stuff pertaining to this. Girl, I got the tips. I got the tricks. There will be a part two of this. You don't owe me. Trust me, because I want you girls to be solid, baby. It's all about getting to the top, and it is all about personal elevation. I love you girls deeply and dearly. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. And also, too, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please don't think I, you thought I was going to get out of here without saying thank you. Girl, bye. Never. My mama taught me manners. Okay. <laughs> I love you girls so much. You have no idea. You understand? You have no idea how much I truly, truly, truly adore you. I truly do. I say that every episode and I'll say it forever. I love you so much. And I'm so thankful for you. And I'm so thankful for this journey. I'm thankful for you purchasing the book. I'm thankful for you for you supporting the movement, supporting me. You know, being there for me, caring about my kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just being there. You know, I care about you. I care about your kids. I care about you in college. I care about your work. I care about everything you got going on. I care about all of you girls. There's thousands of you. And I care. I give a fuck. Okay? So always know that. If nobody else cares, just be like, cat cares. She really do. And if you hit me up, I will respond. Now, it might take a few days, though. And some, some people, it's been a week or so. Just because I have so many that sometimes I don't even see them, girl. You know, they be doing that um general primary and that other thing on Instagram, girl. I don't be knowing what's going on. So the thing is that I will get to you. Trust me, I will. And when I do, you better be ready, girl, because I'm going to give you some advice. I'm going to give you that heat that's going to change your life. Okay? So I love you so much. And I appreciate you deeply and dearly. And I look forward to seeing all of you girls very, very soon. Um, we're supposed to be doing the BB conference. We're supposed to be doing the brunches. Actually, the brunch is supposed to kick off next month in April. Okay, we're supposed to be doing the brunch um, with some uh, Chicago influencers. I'm not even quite sure if we're going to do that, girl. This corona has us all down, has us all a little spooked, boo. I don't know what to do. But nevertheless, girl, the second we get some clearance, the second, you know, the sun starts coming back out, Girl, I'm out to see everybody, okay? Even if we got to wear masks, okay? We're going to see each other, girl. We're going to look at each other in the eyes, okay? <laughs> 
But you girls stay safe out here, okay? And take this shit serious. Because I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or reality. But at the end of the day, girl, I ain't taking no chances. You better sanitize up. Wash those hands. Okay? Okay, wave at people. Okay? And keep it tight around here. Okay? Because we do not need an epidemic happening. We do not need the 2020 plague going down. Okay? Stay safe out here. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at I am Kat Duro. Also, too, check out BadBitchRadio.com so that way you can purchase your Bad Bitch manual. If you haven't already, you can purchase your shirts on there. I got the blog, all that good stuff. All right. I love you so much. Enjoy your day. Ciao.